Let us remain standing for the reading of the word of the Lord this morning. Acts chapter 27. We're going to begin at verse 18, Acts 27, verse 18. I want to say that with all that is going on in our world today, it is certain a privilege to be able to come into the house of the Lord. Amen. Don't take it lightly. We thank God for his intervention, allowing us to still be able to come into his house. Bless his name. Give him the glory and the honor that he is worthy of. All right, Acts chapter 27. And beginning at verse 18. 27 and beginning at verse 18 and we been exceedingly tossed with the tempest the next day they lightened the ship and the third day we cast out with our own hands the tackling of the ship when neither sun nor stars in many days appeared and no small tempest lay on us all hope that we should be saved is then taken away. And after long abstinence, Paul stood forth in the midst of them and said, Sirs, you should have hearkened unto me, and not have loose from Crete, and to have gained this harm and loss. Now I exhort you to be of good cheer. There shall be no loss of any man's life among you but of the ship. For there stood by me this night the angel of God, whose I am, whom I serve. Said, Fear not, Paul, thou must be brought before Caesar. And lo, God hath given thee all of them that sail with thee. Wherefore, sirs, be of good cheer. For I believe, God, that it shall be even as it was told me. Praise the Lord. By the help of the Holy Ghost, uh, this morning, I want to minister on this simple thought, remembering who I belong to. Amen. Remembering who I belong to. Let's put down our Bibles, let's lift up our hands and our voices, and let's call upon the name of the Lord. Dear Father, we love you, Jesus. We thank you, dear God, for another opportunity. Dear Lord, to stand in your house to bless your wonderful name. Oh dear God, we give you all of the honor and all of the praise for you are you alone are worthy dear God to be glorified and magnified, oh Lord. Oh God, we come, Lord, and we lift you up, dear God, above any and everything that is going on, dear Lord, in our life and our world, dear God, for we know, Lord, that you are in control of all things, Lord. You are our healer. You are our way maker. You are a strong tower that we can run into in a time of trouble. Thank you, dear Lord, for your mercy. Thank you for your blood that cover us. Thank you for your word and your sweet spirit, oh God, that leads and guides us into all truth, oh Lord. We give you all of the praise and all of the honor. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Everybody say amen. Lord, you can be seated this morning in the house of the Lord. 
to find out that in this life, we have the habit of making plans. We have the habit of planning out things. And we have things that we want to go a certain way. That we do our best to put our time and our energy and effort towards those things to make sure that there is no kind of interruption. That things go according to course, according to our plans. And you find out the truth is, is that it's kind of foolish of us sometimes to expect things to go exactly the way that we planned. Right. Because the truth is, is that we cannot foresee the future. We don't know what is coming. We don't know what is coming around the corner. We don't know what the next five minutes hold for us. And so in all of our planning and trying to be prepared and trying to um, ensure that our future is bright, that things are on the up and up. It is wise of us and in all of our planning and in all of our scheduling and in all of our maneuvering that we attach something on the end of that. That is, if the Lord's will, that this will happen. Because the truth is, is that God is in control of all things. And that God has plans of his own, believe it or not. And a lot of times, how about this? That our plans interferes with God's plan for us. See, God has a plan for our lives, believe it or not. That while we were still in the womb, there was a God that was orchestrating how our life should be. And how it should go. He called Jeremiah. He said, Jeremiah, I want you to go. And I want you to talk to my people. I want you to declare their wrongdoing. And I want you to tell them what is going to come upon them. Lest they turn around. Lest they repent. And Jeremiah begins to tell the Lord that I am a, I am a youth, Lord. And that I cannot do what you have called me to do. And God reminded on, God had to let Jeremiah in on some things. He said that while you were in your mother's womb, he said, I've ordained and I've called you to be a prophet. I'm talking about while I was still in the womb of my mother, there was a God, amen, that knew, amen, what was going to happen, and he knew that he needed someone, amen, to declare his truth, amen, to his people. He said, Jeremiah, I know you got plans of your own. I know you want your life to be smooth as possible. I know you want it to be smooth selling, Jeremiah, but Jeremiah, I got a car, I got something for you to do, Jeremiah, and I've called you, amen. To this purpose, amen, while you were still in your mother's womb. I want you to know 
that God has plans of his own. Amen. God has plans for my life and how he would like for my life to go. But you'll find out that sometimes I interfere with what God's plans is in trying to plan out my own life for myself. I got to remember something tonight, this morning, amen. I got to remember who I belong to, amen. And I got to remember that I'm not my own. And I got to remember that I don't call the shots. And that I got to remember that I'm not God, amen. That I don't know what's around the corner. I don't know what tomorrow holds, if there will be a tomorrow, amen. And so while the day is, amen, I got to lift up my hands up. And I got to lift up my voice and I got to let God know, Lord, I'm tired and I'm done trying to figure things out on my own. I'm done trying to go according to my own plans and my own ideas. God, help me to realize that I'm not as big as I think I am. Help me to realize that I'm not as important that I am. But help me to realize there is only one that is in control. And that is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. What am I saying, amen? I'm saying that I'm not my own, but that I'm in the hand of the Almighty God. And it's going to be the way that God wants it to be. Help me to come to that realization. Help me to accept that God knows what he's doing. Because you'll find out that somehow there's always a disruption in my plans and how I want things to go. There will always be some kind of disruption. There will always be some kind of hiccup. There will always be something, amen, that goes wrong in the home. There will always be something that breaks. There'll always be some kind of sickness. There'll always be something that I didn't expect, amen. There'll always be something that I didn't fit into the plan, amen. And you'll find out that those things that we don't want to be a part of the plan, amen. We want things to go as smooth as possible, amen. But I gotta recognize, amen, that I'm not in control of none of that, amen. But there's a God that's in control of it all. And so help me, God, no matter what comes my way, help me to keep a praise on my lips. Help me to keep my hands lifted. Help me to keep my voice raised. Help me to have a made-up mind. I'm going to worship God just as hard in the valley as I was on the mountaintop. I'm not going to switch it up on God. Amen. I'm going to let God know. I'm going to praise you in this valley. I'm going to praise you in this trial. I'm going to praise you during these trying times. It may not look well, but I believe that it is well. Somebody need to go ahead and speak those things into existence as they were, as though they were. you got to have a made-up mind. It don't look good, but God is good. Amen. And that I believe God can turn it around. Oh, my goodness. Plants have a way of being disrupted. I'm sure that woman that God blessed her with a child. I'm sure that when that child became of age, when he was able to go out and help his father out in the field, I'm sure that she didn't wake up that day believing 
that he was going to die. That wasn't the part of the plan. No doubt she thought everything was going to be well, fine. They would come home and they would sit down as a family and that they would enjoy dinner and that everything would just go according to plan. Amen? But I'm going to tell you, she had a disturbance that day. There was something that disrupted her plans. And when she got home, I could only, when they got home, I could only imagine the, the expression on her face. I can only imagine the feelings that flooded her heart to see her child there, amen, dead, amen, that God had promised her and that she had him there. But you know something? There was a difference about this woman, amen, that she didn't let the disturbance, amen, knock her off course, amen. She still had faith. She took that child up and she laid him on the bed that the prophet would often sleep up and she had a made up mind that it don't look good, but I believe, amen, that God is working something out. I believe that God is able. And so you know what? Despite how it looks, I'm going to speak some faith into the atmosphere, amen. I know it don't look good, but it is well, amen. I know it looked like a hopeless situation, but it is well, amen. Can I tell you this morning? Somebody got to look at the problem. Somebody got to look at the finances. Somebody got to look at the trouble in the home. Somebody got to look at what has caused you hurt and harm. And you got to say, it is well. Devil, it is well. You're not going to cause me to believe that this is the end. You're not going to cause me to believe that we're going to lose it all. Bible says she made her way to that prophet. And she told that prophet, I told you, don't promise me anything if it wasn't true. And the prophet made his way back to her house. And the Bible says that he went in and he laid on top of that boy, mouth to mouth, eyes to eyes, hand to hand. The Bible says that he prayed and the breath of life came back into that boy. That he rose up from the dead. From the dead. Amen. Can I tell you, I believe that she had experienced a miracle because she held on to her faith. Amen. That when it wasn't well, she said it was well. Amen. When it wasn't good, she didn't let her lip drag the ground and talk about how bad it was. I believe the end result, amen, had everything to do with her attitude. It had everything to do with her faith. Come on, what kind of outcome do you want, amen? You're going to determine what kind of outcome it is, amen? Your faith and your attitude will determine how things turn around. But can I tell you, in the midst of a trial, I want to keep my faith high. I want to keep a praise on my lips. You know what I want to do? I want to go ahead and praise God for what he's about to do. Amen. I want to go ahead and shout unto the Lord because I believe help is on the way. I believe healing is on the way. I believe despite this disruption, I believe there's a God 
working behind the scenes and I believe that God will make it well. I believe that. Paul is getting ready to go to Rome. He has to go to Rome and appear before Caesar. And Paul had tried to give these individuals that no doubt they thought that they were well experienced, that we've dealt with enough cloudy days. We've sailed enough. We've seen some storms in our life. And it looks like it's good for selling. Their plan was is that we're going to sail. We're going to take sail. And everything is going to be all right. It's going to be okay. That was their plan. They thought that they had succeeded in their plan. But you'll find out that there was a storm. On the, uh, the lights of a hurricane, there was a storm. And that hurricane had name was Yorokladon. And it was a very strong and powerful storm. And that the Bible says that that storm began to toss that ship all over the place. And that there was no kind of rest. For three days they was fighting against this storm. And that, listen, the winds and the waves, it didn't let up, amen. For three days it was bad. And the Bible says that in this time, that all hope, amen, of them being saved, that it was gone, amen. I'm talking about a dark day, amen. I'm talking about dark days, a dark time in their life, amen, because they found themselves in a storm. Can I tell you something? We are living in some dark times. We are living in some dark days. And there are things that will touch your life. There are things that you didn't plan, amen, that will come happen in your life. And it will get dark very quickly. But somebody got to have a made up mind that no matter how dark it gets, I'm going to keep my eyes on the prize, honey. I'm going to keep my eyes where it belongs because I believe that when I sit in darkness that the Lord, he will be my light. Somebody got to have a made up mind. I believe in God. No matter how bad it gets, no matter how dark it gets, I'm going to be like David. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? For thou art with me. You you gotta remember who you belong to this morning. You gotta remember whose hand you're in this morning. You gotta remember that you're in the hand of a God that no storm, that no devil, that no virus can pluck you out of. You gotta believe that this morning that Jesus got you covered. Amen. God is covered. You gotta remember who you belong to. I belong to God. Know you not that you're not your own? But that we are the sheep of his pasture? And this is what I believe, amen? I believe that God is not a negligent God. I don't believe that he is an absentee God. 
I don't believe that he's a fair weather in God. I don't believe that he is here one minute and called the next. But I believe that God is with me always. 24 hours of the day. 365 days of the year. I believe there's a God that don't slumber and he don't sleep. Amen. He knows me and he knows me by my name. He knows me as his child. Amen. He knows me as his son. You're his daughter. And I believe amen. Amen. That because I belong to that God, he's got me covered. Amen. He's got me surrounded. I'll be a, he'll be a stronghold in the time of trouble. He'll be my fortress. He'll be my shield. Amen. Gotta remember who I belong to. The Bible says Paul stood up. You know why it's important? Let the church be the church. Know why it's important that the church remains the church in these times? There are people that need hope. There are people that need, amen, to know that there is a God, amen? And if the church, amen, is not standing up, amen, and declaring, amen, God is in control, what hope will people have, amen? The apostle Paul, he stood up. And he reminded them, yes, you should have listened to me, but he gave them a word, amen. He said, listen here. He said, be of good cheer, amen. Come on, somebody. You got to hold on to your courage. You got to stand strong, and you got to look the test in his face and say, we're not running back. We're not hiding out. We're not taking days off, but we believe in God, amen. We believe that the God that brought us this far, he will keep his hand on us. He'll keep us, amen. He will secure us. He'll preserve our life. How many know that God is able to preserve your life? He's able to keep you from falling. He's able to keep you from failing. And Paul stood up in the midst of them. Paul told them, y'all should have listened to me. Basically what he said. You should have listened, sirs. You should have hearkened unto me. Not have loose from Crete. And to have gained this harm and loss. He says, I exhort you to be of good cheer. Be of good cheer. Take courage. Keep having courage. Don't let the courage, amen. Don't give up on it, amen. Hold on to your courage. No matter how rough and no matter how hard it gets. Because sometimes adversity comes. Sometimes trials come. And the writer tells us that if we faint in the day of adversity, that our strength is small. Can I tell you, there's going to be adverse situations, amen. And it's going to come and test that hallelujah, amen. It's going to come and test that faith, amen. It's going to come and test every word that is coming out of my mouth, amen. When adversity hits, I want to look adversity in its face. I want to look hell in its face. And I want hell to know I'm still here. I'm still 
still standing by the grace of God. I know you thought we was going to tuck tail and run away. Amen. I know you thought I was going to backslide and go back to the world. But by the grace of God, I'm still standing. Amen. And my hands are lifted higher than ever. And my voice is lifted higher than ever. Because I found out there's a God that will take you through the adversity. There's a God that will be your strength. In your help in time of need. Say, feel good cheer. There shall be no loss of any man's life among you. God said, I'm going to preserve your life. Paul's telling them, you're not going to lose your lives. God's going to keep us. God's going to preserve us. I've come to declare some things, amen, this morning, amen. I come to declare, I shall not die, amen, but I shall live and declare the works of the Lord. Let me say that again. I shall not die, but I shall live, and I'm going to declare the works of the Lord. I know that God will keep me. I know that God will preserve me, and when he does, I'm going to lift up my voice, and I'm going to declare God has done it again. God has brought us through again. God has made a way again. of any man's life among you. Only thing will be lost is a ship. But you won't lose your life. Let me tell you something. God is able to keep us. God is able to keep us alive. Paul said it like this. He said, I know he's able to keep that which I have committed unto him until the day. Until his return, yes. I believe God, everything that I've entrusted in God to God, my life that I've put in his hands, my family's life that I've put in his hands, I believe God is able to keep it. Amen. I don't believe man is able, but I believe God is able. I don't believe man knows what he's talking about, but I know God does. Amen. And I know God don't take no shortcuts. I know God don't make up no stories. I know God don't tell no lies. I know that when it comes out of his mouth, you can bank on it. He will perform it. He knows what he's talking about. He ain't trying to guess and figure it out on the spot. God was way ahead of this. He knows. Verse 23. He says, for there stood by me this night the angel of God. God knows how to send his ministry spirits to minister to our hearts. And to help us to understand that everything is going to be alright. It's going to be okay. God knows how to send us a word. To help us to understand that we're going to make it through this. We're going to survive this. We're going to overcome this. This too shall pass. Just like every other storm before this. Let me say that again. This too shall pass. Like every other storm before us. Before this one, amen. How many have been through some storms? How many have had some rough times? How 
many have had some trials? How many have understood that it's in the midst of the storm you can go through it, amen? Because there's a God, amen, right there by your side. There's a God that is giving you a comforting word in the time of your trial, in the time of your storm that let you know I'm with you. I haven't forsaken you. I haven't left you. belong to God. I belong to God. You belong to God. That's why I must remember and never think that I can do whatever I want to do and however I want to do it. That I can make whatever kind of decisions that I want to make. I am not the owner of this body. There's a God that owns this body. There's a God that purchased me, amen, with his blood. There's a God that breathed his breath, amen. Understand, man, what didn't exist on his own. Man did not exist until God breathed the breath of life inside of man, and man became a living soul. If God took his breath away from me, I would stop existing. Somebody got to know who we belong to this morning, and somebody got to take comfort in that, amen, that God is my God, and I am his child, and God will see me through. God will help me. God will be my strength in the time of need. God will hold me up. Amen. God will provide for me. God will cause matter. Amen. To fall from the sky. Amen. God will make sure that my shoes don't wear out and that my clothes don't wear out. Come on, somebody. If he did it back then, he's able to do it now. He's able to keep you. He's able to provide for you. He's able to heal you. He's able to take care of every last one of your needs. Belong to him. God's not going to leave me lacking of anything. I believe God wants to see how I respond. I believe God backs up a little bit sometimes to see how we're going to respond. I believe God lets some things just marinate for a little bit to see what our response is going to be. The Bible says that Hezekiah, amen, was a great king. He Follow the ways of the Lord. God sent a word to Hezekiah and told Hezekiah, you're going to die. And Isaiah left. Hezekiah turned his face to the wall. He began to call out some things to God. Begin to weep. Begin to cry. And God said, you know what? Go back. Isaiah, tell Hezekiah, I've heard his cry. I've seen his tears. That I'm going to add 15 years to his life. Some say that probably wasn't a wise decision. (laughs) That he probably should have let God just go ahead and take his life. Take his life. The Bible says that God gave him 15 years. And that in the midst of where in that 15 years that the king of Babylon came. 
And he brought him in and he showed him all of the things, all of the treasures, all of the kingdom. And he left and the prophet came back and he said, listen, the same prophet that told the man, man, God's going to add to your year, to your life, came back and told Asim, what, what did you show them? Sure, I showed them everything. Right there on the spot, God said, listen, this king, he's going to carry all of these things that you've shown him. He's going to take them all. Your children, your sons, they're going to be eunuchs. They're going to, he's going to take your family. He's going to take your boys. And the Bible says that, listen, God backed up from Hezekiah to test him, to try him, to see what Hezekiah's response would be, and to see how he responds. That's why I got to think twice of the words that I let come out of my mouth. Whether they're words of doubt or words of faith. I got I got to I got to I got to be careful of how I respond to situations that are going around me. Amen. Because I can never know that God could just be backing up from me a little bit to test me. Amen. Can I tell you everybody can say hallelujah when things are going well. Amen. Everybody's faith is high, amen, when it's going according to plan, amen. But how is it, amen, when there's a divine disruption, amen, and it messes up everything, amen, that you planned out, amen? How do you respond then? Can I tell you, I want to have a made-up mind that I want to speak faith when I'm on the mountaintop, but I want to speak faith when I'm in the valley low. When I'm going through it, I want that faith to be the same. Amen. I want that praise to be the same. I want to have a made up mind. I will bless the Lord at all times. And his praise shall continue to be in my mouth. You know why? Because he's worthy of it. Amen. He's worthy of the glory. He's worthy of the honor. He's worthy of the praise. And I believe I belong to that God. Amen. And I believe his hand is on my life. I believe that he'll take I belong to and whom I serve. Can I tell you something? If you've committed your life to the Almighty God and you're doing your best and I'm doing my best to try to serve God the way that His Word says, doesn't mean that I'm perfect, but it means that we are trying. I believe God the same way that He was able to get Paul a word in the midst of this storm. Same way he told Paul, listen, tell them, amen. It's got to be a church, amen, that can tell, amen. You got to be able to tell people on your job, amen. You got to be able to tell lost family members, amen. You got to be able to stand up, amen, in, the, in these times. People are looking everywhere, amen, for some kind of hope and for some comfort of comfort. You have to be able to stand and not be shaken. Got to be able to stand and believe in God. Yes, we, we want to obey the laws of the land. Amen. Yes, we want to take proper, proper caution. 
Amen. But we also, amen, know who we belong to. We also know what we are part of. Amen. And we are part of a body. Amen. We are part of a heavenly body, a heavenly family. Amen. We are the children of the most high God. And I believe that God sees us. He knows what we're going through. He knows what we're dealing with. Can I tell you tonight? There is no worry in my heart. Come on, somebody. Be of good cheer. Amen. Take courage this morning. Stand up. Amen. And declare God is in control. Come on. The earth is the Lord. And the form is thereof. Whatever's going on, he knows what's going on. It all belongs to him. And they that dwell therein. I'm his. You're his. He knows what he's doing. Let us remain standing this morning. The earth is the Lord. Hey, God's in control of all of this. He's in control of everything. And listen, don't nothing happen unless he allows it. I believe that when God allows these things to happen, I believe it is to turn us back to him. I believe it is to get us to a point where we are praying. When have you ever heard of nurses and doctors Uh that trust in their education, Uh that trust in their status, that trust in their ability, amen, to fix things? When have you ever heard of them Filling the hallways, praying, amen, and calling on the name, listen, the name of Jesus, praying in the name of Jesus, as they figure out medicine cannot fix this, our education can't fix this, but there is only one, amen, that we figure out that is higher than medicine, and that is higher than our degrees, and they have no other choice but to call on the name of the Lord. What I'm saying is the church should already know that. We should already be crying out to him. We should already be calling on him. If my people that are called by my name would humble themselves and pray. Simply catching up to what the church already knows. And God has allowed it to happen. He has allowed it to happen. You think about, listen, all of the God forsaken establishments that have been closed down. (laughs) Who you think did that? God is trying to get people to a place yes. where they recognize they're not in control right. and pray. Jesus. Your knowledge is not going to help you through this. Your education is not going to help you through this. Medicine is not going to help you through this. It's time to pray. It's time to pray. People are being forced fall down on their knees throw their hands in there 
But you know what? It ain't a bad thing. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. Because whenever the nation starts calling on Jesus, that's a good thing. That is a good thing. All I'm saying is that the church already know these things. See, when the church says God is greater than any physician, when the church says God is greater than any amount of medicine, see, we're, we're, we're viewed as weird and strange. That we are, we've been brainwashed and that we don't know what we're talking about. But God has a way of changing people's opinions. God has a way of changing your views. God has a way of showing us I'm in control. Right. I'm in control. This is important that I understand that he's in control. And that I belong to him. That the moment I start calling on him, out to him, seeking his face, God is able to help me to understand that I'm his, that he's got it all under control. And that same way he told Paul, listen, service, be of good cheer. No one's life will be lost. This night an angel has stood by me. God, the angel of God, who I belong to, who I serve. It pays to serve the Lord with all of your heart, with all of your mind, all of your soul. It pays to understand that I'm not in control of anything. This life is not mine. It's not mine to live however I want to live. It's not mine to plan however I want to plan. Amen. And just think, amen, that things are just going to go according to plan. God is God, not me. There will always be a disruption of things. Always. There will always be a disruption of things. But it is in those times that that is important that I respond the right way. That in those times, when the world is unraveling, falling apart, there's a church, amen, that can stand up and that can declare that God is able, that God is in control, that there is hope, that God, at any given time, all he's got to do is speak the word. All he got to do is speak the word. Help me to remember that this morning. Help me to remember whose hand I'm in this morning. Help me to remember, amen. Help me to delight, amen, in being under his shadow and dwelling in the shadow of the almighty God. Help me to understand that he's my protection, that he's my shelter in the time of need. Let's lift up our hands right where we're standing. Let's, let's just call on the name of the Lord for a couple of minutes here. Come on, somebody, call on him. God, we believe in you, Jesus. We know who we belong to this morning, dear God. We belong to you. We know, dear God, dear Lord, that there will be disruptions, oh Lord. 
There will be storms, oh God. There will be problems, oh Lord Jesus. Oh God, but our eyes are firm and fixed on you. Our hearts are fixed on you. Lord, we know, dear God, that the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. No. Lord, you're trying to get us somewhere, Lord. Trying to take our nation somewhere, dear God, where we were all on our knees, oh Lord. Turn our faces back to you, oh God. Oh sweet Jesus, we exalt you, dear God. We give you the glory. We give you the honor. We trust in you. We believe in you. We don't trust in medicine, oh God. We know, dear Lord, you supersede medicine. You supersede education, oh God. Oh God, all you got to do is say the word, oh Lord. Our trust is in you. Our faith is in you. Our hope is in you. The King of kings and the Lord of lords. My healer, my way maker, my provider, my strong tower. Oh God, you will give the glory. You will give the glory in all of this, dear Lord. Your name